you've got an idea for a product, but you're tearing your hair out because you don't know what to do next and what the next steps are, this episode is for you. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Welcome to episode 87 of the Make It British podcast. Now, today's episode is for you. If you're thinking about launching a product or a brand, you probably would like to get it made locally or somewhere in the UK. You've had the idea for quite a while, but you do not know where to start. Well, if that's you, then today's episode is going to certainly help you on the next steps of your journey. Um, In the meantime, though, I just want to give you a little bit of a heads up about a free online masterclass that I'm going to be running um, in just a few days time. And it's called The Insider Secrets to Finding a Manufacturer. So if you'd like to join me on that masterclass, then you can go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash masterclass. And on that masterclass, I'm going to give you some of my insider tips for how you can find and work with a UK manufacturer, what you need to prepare, where you need to look to help you find a manufacturer and how you're going to present that information to the manufacturer when you find them. So if you're feeling a little bit in the dark and you feel inspired when you listen to today's podcast and you want to start getting your manufacturing journey going, then I'd highly recommend joining me on that live masterclass. It's completely free, but all you need to do is make sure you've registered in advance. So now let's get on to the main part of today's show, which is for those people who have said to me, help, I want to work with a UK manufacturer, but I do not know where to start. And this is actually one of the main reasons that people contact us at Make It British. So quite often it's someone who is going through a job or a career change. They've always had a passion for developing a product. They've had maybe a germ of an idea. They know the sort of thing that they love and they want to develop it, but actually they have no experience in product development. You might have heard my interview with Pippa Dubinsky from the Lark Collection on the last episode of this podcast. She talks about how her background was in marketing and she had an idea for a quality British made baby product, but she didn't know where to start. And that is so common. So many people, they will have an idea for a product. And the first thing they do is reach out to a manufacturer. They think, well, it's a product. I want to get it made. I don't really know anything about making things. I know what I'll approach a manufacturer. And that's where it goes wrong because they've missed a step. And when when people approach me because they've found Make It British, maybe they've done a Google search and they're looking for something like a UK manufacturer and they pop on our website and they say, I've been contacting manufacturers and none of them are getting back to me. Where am I going wrong? Have I got a rubbish idea? And I say, no, stop right there. Before you approach a manufacturer, you need to take a step back 
And you just need to make sure that you have got everything in place first. Because manufacturers, particularly those in the UK, cannot work off basically the back of a fag packet idea. They want to see that you have got certain things in place before you start working with them. It's just the way it works. So on today's episode, I'm going to give you some tips about those things that you need to have in place between that stage where you've got that germ of an idea to when you first start reaching out to manufacturers. You know, it's a bit like if you were building your dream home and you had an idea to build your dream home and the first thing you did was was call up builders and say, I've got an idea for a house. Can you, can you build one for me? Or even worse, can you quote how much it's going to cost me to get my house built? And of course, you know, the builders are going to say to you, well, firstly, have you got the land to put the house on? Um, have you got the design of the house? You know, do you know what materials you want to have the house made out of? And have you even got the budget? Because that is basically what you're asking of a manufacturer when you approach them and you ask them to make your product and you haven't got all the things you need in place before you do. So before you start looking for a manufacturer, there are things that you need to do, just like as if you were looking for a builder to build your house, things that you need to do and you need to have a plan Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to have a business plan in the traditional sense, but there are a few basics that you need to have in place. So number one is your market research. Have you done your market research in that you know who is going to be buying your product, who your ideal customer is? Do you know who else in the marketplace is producing a similar product so that who your competitors are going to be and how much they're charging for that product. Now, a bit like if you're building your house, so back to my house analogy, you know, you need to know who's going to live in that house and therefore that dictates how many rooms you need and what you need those rooms to be able to do. The next thing you need to know about your product is what is its end use? So a bit like with your house, how are you going to be using each room How is your product going to be used at the end? Because that can dictate how it's actually manufactured. You also need to know what raw materials you're going to need. So with your house, you know, how are you constructing it? Is it made of steel and glass? Is it made of brick? Is it made of concrete? These are the sorts of things because a different builder might be needed depending on the construction and the materials that you use. And the same goes for a manufacturer. So do you have an idea of what raw materials you're going to use for your product? And even better, have you started to look for suppliers of those raw materials for your product? That is certainly something. I mean, if you're launching a knitwear brand, for instance, it might be a good idea to have first looked at different yarn suppliers and what type of yarn and what fiber. So when you approach a manufacturer, you know who you're buying that yarn from, or at least have a really good idea of what the thickness of the yarn, for instance, is, because they'll know from that whether they've got the machinery that's needed to knit with that type of yarn. Similarly, if you're making, say, a handbag or, you know, a a men's briefcase, you're going to want to know what leather you want to use, because you might think that any 
Bag Factory can make a bag out of any type of leather, but that's not always the case. You have different thicknesses of leather. They come from different types of animals. You may even want to do a non-leather bag and not all manufacturers that can work with leather can work with non-leather materials. So knowing what your raw materials are going to be is so important. And it's certainly one of the things you need to have researched before you start approaching a manufacturer. And finally, one thing you do need to know, you might think you can leave this one till the end, till after you've got your product ready. But knowing this one thing will certainly help give a manufacturer confidence in that you're a long term prospect. And that is that you know how you're going to market and sell your product at the end and that you've got the resources to do that. So for instance, I do see a lot of the brands that do really well that are just starting out and they may know nothing about production, but actually if they've come from a sales or a marketing background or they're very savvy in working out how they're eventually going to sell that product, it really helps give a manufacturer confidence. Because all too often, people have an idea of how they're going to develop a product and they think the be all and end all is finding a manufacturer to develop it. But what they really need to be concentrating on is how they're going to sell it at the end. Because it's all very well investing a lot of money in developing a product. But if you haven't got a clear end goal in mind of how you're going to get that money back and more in terms of sales, you know, manufacturers, if you can talk that sort of language about this is what I'm going to develop and this is how I'm planning to sell it, you know, whether that is just your own online website or whether you have wholesale plans in mind or whether you have um, a trade show that you've already booked up to exhibit at so you know what your route to market is going to be. That gives them confidence because they know that they, if they invest in you, you're a potentially good long-term prospect for them. If you have no idea about how you're going to get your product to market and you might be just sitting on a load of stock, even if you place that initial order with a manufacturer, it's no use to them. Their time invested with you in developing that initial product launch really only pays off once you give them repeat business. And when we're talking about sales as well, it's always good to know how you're going to fund the whole thing because all too often people have great ideas about launching a product, but they don't realise how much it's going to cost and they don't have plans for how they're going to fund this whole project. But, you know, they read stories about how people have launched a brand with a few hundred pounds. And that is not always the case. In fact, I've got a really good article on the Make It British blog about how much it could cost you to launch a brand that's made in the UK. And I will link to that in the show notes for this episode. So I hope you found that useful um, to maybe cause you to stop and think if you are wondering why you're launching a product and you're not getting anywhere with manufacturers or you don't know where to start and you're tearing your hair out, you're not alone. It's all too common. And there are probably just a few things that you need to think about in order to then successfully take that next step. 
And if you want to dive a little bit deeper into this topic with me, then make sure you attend that free live masterclass, which I am doing which is called The Insider Secrets to Finding a Manufacturer. You can register online by going to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash masterclass and you'll get all the details and I'll hopefully see you there. Until next week, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.